Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All righty, rocking and rolling. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. Divisional round style, football Friday. Eight teams remain after this weekend. We'll be down to four. Texans and Ravens, Packers and 49ers, Bucks and Lions, Chiefs and Bills. We'll make our picks coming up 20 minutes from now with Ryan Horvat from BetMGM tonight via BetQL. The other big news of the day is that Antonio Pierce is now the guy with the Las Vegas Raiders. They're finalizing that deal. So Gerard Mayo promoted within in New England. Antonio Pierce takes over uh, midway through the season with the Raiders, ends up getting that job. And uh, I think it's the right move by the Raiders. They could have gone elsewhere. I don't think there were many options that they could have gone that would have justified not hiring Antonio Pierce. Jim Harbaugh would have been one of them. I think Harbaugh has a better option in the Chargers. And you look at Mike Vrabel, that would have been a good hire that you could not say, oh man, they got it wrong. But this shows a lot of growth from Mark Davis, where two years ago, he had an obvious decision. Rich Passaccia guided that team through a lot of bad times, and they made the playoffs. They almost defeated the Bengals in that playoff game, but Derek Carr has his limitations. And now you take a glance at the Raiders two years later, McDaniels was a failure, and then boom, now you are sitting there with an improved football team, a football team that still doesn't have an answer at the quarterback because it's not Aiden O'Connell. It is not Jimmy Garoppolo, even though you still owe him money, and he's you know in all likelihood will be on this roster uh, next year. But you needed to find a way to make Max Crosby happy. You needed to find a way to also make um, Devontae Adams happy, and this hire has to do that because those are really the two guys. And I'm never saying Max Crosby was upset, but Max Crosby was someone that was really pushing. And even said he would request a trade if Antonio Pierce didn't get the job. So, on the other hand, it was kind of like, all right, Devontae Adams is going to request a trade, you would think as well. But you really saw it with Devontae Adams, with the way that he carried himself in the sideline. The moment McDaniels got let go, got fired, it was just an instant attitude change from Devontae Adams. And I don't blame Devontae Adams, because Josh McDaniels, the head coach, is just an unmitigated disaster. And that's me putting it as politely as I can on a football Friday. And I think it was Adams who was the one that was handing out the victory cigars as well. So that gets him all fired up. Stu, let me ask you this, because you're the Raider fan on the show. What do you think this means for 
Josh Jacobs, who is a free agent. And they just, fran- right, they franchised, yeah, they franchise tagged him last year. It was, you know, they had the whole franchise tag situation. But I remember it was, I forget which game it was. I think it was a national, nationally televised game where they were talking about, maybe it's against the Jets. I think it was the Jets where they were asking, was that a, a, a Thursday night game? That was a Sunday or Monday night game. Okay. But it was, it was yes. nationally televised. It was a primetime spot. And I remember they were talking to Antonio Pierce, who was at the time, he, he was the, the interim head coach. And they said, what do you want the identity of your football team to be? And he talked about, you want to run the football with Josh Jacobs. And then the first person that he mentioned on the defensive side of the ball wasn't actually Max Crosby. It was Robert Spillane. So with the comment that he gave Josh Jacobs, and also the Raiders right now don't have a general manager. Because that was the other thing. David Ziegler, he got let go when McDaniels got fired because they were a duo together. And then Ziegler, uh, Ziegler, however you say his name, he uh, then basically went to every media member and was like, oh, I didn't want to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. Nope, I tried to talk Josh out of that, try to clear his, da- his name and get him a, a next front office job. But with what he said about Josh Jacobs and now Antonio Pierce getting hired first and now they're going to find the GM that's going to work with him, and that kind of makes me a little bit more optimistic than I was entering the season or towards the end of the season about the future of Josh Jacobs with the silver and black. Yeah, with a whole new regime, I think it changes. Because with that old regime with McDaniels and Ziggler, I think they were clearly not keeping mm-hmm. him. He was going to be gone after either this coming year or franchise tag him one more year and then gone. Because yeah, I, I they didn't prioritize running backs. No, because McDaniels, you got to remember where he comes from, New England. Right. You know, from Antoine Smith to, to Kevin Falk to... To Corey Dillon, right? You go through all the runner, uh, Lawrence Maroney, uh, Stephen Ridley, uh, Shane Vereen. Like you could just go down the line of all the, the the running backs that they've had, and I'm probably missing about 15 others as as well. Legarrette Blunt, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think this. I think Jacobs has a much better chance of staying long term. I think I wouldn't put it like at like 100, percent but I'd say maybe it went from like five percent to mm-hmm. now. 70, 75%. That's a pretty big a, jump. Yeah, I think there's more of a chance he stays long-term. So let's say you're able to keep now. Well, you know Crosby's a Raider. That's not changing. Maybe now you get Jacobs back. I would tend to agree with you. I think the number is a lot higher today. I still wonder how Devontae Adams approaches this. I don't think that's a guarantee that he's back. I still think they could trade him. It's it, because of one destination. Yes. Mr. Rogers uh, maybe yes. making a little push for his his buddy. But you don't have to trade him. He can make a push. You don't have to trade him. And he can't say that he's he's ready to move on now from the Raiders because the guy that he wanted to be the head coach ended up getting the, the head coaching job. Like, he could request it. But if you say to him, we're not trading you, does that mean that Devontae Adams becomes a malcontent? You know, I, I don't think he's willing to do that with Antonio Pierce. I think that would be a bad look in, public, in the court of public perception for Devontae Adams if he becomes an issue in that locker room when you have Antonio Pierce. But ultimately, that's not the biggest question for the Raiders. You have your coach. Let's see if it can continue. Albert Breer, by the way, is uh, reporting that um, Tom Coughlin and Marvin Lewis could be a part of the staff. Uh, One thing I've heard with Pivotal to uh, new Raiders coach Antonio Pierce's candidacy, he was clear that he knows what he doesn't know and plans to bring on top football people to cover his blind spots, According to Albert Breer, names like Marvin Lewis and Tom Coughlin were raised to cover the experience gap. So, you know, Coughlin is an interesting name 
Because when he was in Jacksonville, he did not adapt to the times in terms of the my way or the highway stuff is very tough to do now with an athlete now in the year of uh, 2024. And Marvin Lewis, right, Antonio Pierce, right, played for for Tom Coughlin with the Giants. Marvin Lewis, they worked together at Samter Winnow, Arizona State, when Herm Devil, uh, Herm, Herm Devils, Herm Edwards was coaching the Sun Devils. Samter is doing the Sun Devils sign, so that's why I called Herm Edwards Herm Devils uh, there for a second. So I, I think this is a good day for the Raiders. I do. I put it this way, Stu. What? Uh, let me see if we could, if we could think the same way here. What's the one word? How you describe this day for the Raiders? Because I have one word that comes to mind right away. Relief. Okay. I would say encouraging. This is like the first time in a while where I could be encouraged about what the Raiders are doing. Now, ultimately, they got to hit in the draft. And they got to hit the quarterback. That's the big thing. Do you think they have to take a quarterback this year? Because that's the other part of Devontae Adams' conversation. You just didn't have a quarterback for him this year. After moving on from his BFF and Derek Carr, and it was time to move on from Derek Carr, you just didn't have a great plan in place after that. I didn't think they should have brought in Jimmy G. And Aiden O'Connell, you can't tell me he's a franchise QB in the NFL. I think they almost now are pressured to go maybe move up in the draft and go get a quarterback. Like, they're in at 13. We've seen teams move from outside the top 10 into the top 10 to go get that quarterback. And you, you're going to have three big names right at the top in Williams in May and in Michael, uh, not Michael Penix Jr., uh, Jaden Daniels. Those are going to be the first three quarterbacks off the board. Yeah, I think they have to take one or get one, whether it's a Justin Fields or a Cousins or something. Those probably aren't as likely than drafting one, but I definitely think they need to draft one. Even if it's like a Michael Penix in the late first, early okay. second or something like that. But I, I think a, they have to come in with a different quarterback because... O'Connell and Garoppolo, that combination. Will Jimmy G be on the roster next year? I, I'm looking at the dead cap number. I know you can move around the dead cap number now, and it's not as concrete and set in stone as we once thought it was. But there's still two years on that, uh, three years on that contract. Oh, uh, no, no, two. 2024, 2025, he's a free agent in 2026. And the dead cap next year is $28 million. Is Jimmy G on this roster? Next year, because if you say he is, you can't get Kirk Cousins. Right. That's no, there's no way. Maybe Russell Wilson, but do you want to go with the uncertainty of Russell Wilson? He takes a cheap deal and stays in the division and sticks it, uh, tries to stick it to the Broncos and Sean Payton, but they just paid him a ton of cash. So maybe you're going to get Russell Wilson on a cheap deal. I think it's tough to bring in a free agent or someone that's, and Russell has to be made available, but we all expect that. I think it's tough to go that way. But then if you trade for a Justin Fields, you could kind of get the best of both worlds where Justin Fields, let's just say, still has his rookie deal and you could wait to extend him and then have the Jimmy G thing play on out. Now, the other part of it, listen, the Raiders have the 13th pick. So the odds of them being able to move up far enough to get this guy is pretty slim. Mm -hmm. But you forget that Antonio Pierce was at ASU when Jaden Daniels was there. Yeah. So you never know. I mean, I mean, obviously they had a good enough relationship that Jaden Daniels chose to go to ASU with Herm and Marvin and Antonio. And then once they were gone, he decides to leave to go to LSU. So, I mean, that could be a, a thought as well if you're thinking about yeah. the quarterback there in Vegas. But you're going to have to, like, for example, so Daniel Jeremiah just put out his first mock draft. And the first three picks were quarterbacks. It had the, like, it had the Bears taking Caleb Williams. And I think that's what's going to happen. Then the Commanders take Drake May, and the Patriots take Jaden Daniels. 
So I, I, I'm not saying just because Daniel Jeremiah says it, it's set in stone. We know what Gerard Mayo basically said yesterday. It was that the Patriots are taking a quarterback. He basically said it without saying it. He just like gave you a hint, hint, wink, wink. We're going to take um, a player at a very important position. That's talked about a lot. Uh, the quarterback. So you're going to need either the Bears to say we're not taking a quarterback, which I don't think is likely. The Commanders, who just brought in a new owner, they're going to have a. They just brought in a new GM, Adam Peters, and they're going to have a new head coach. They're going to take a quarterback as well, and they're going to look to make that splash in the draft. And I don't think the Patriots are going to trade off of it. And I think the Patriots are going to take Jaden Daniels. Now, is there another name that could emerge that people fall in love with? Like, I don't think Michael Penix Jr. is going in the top three. Um, I don't think Bo Nix is going in the top three. I don't think J.J. McCarthy is going in the top three. So you're going to have to get into the top three, I think, to get Jaden Daniels. Now, can I just throw you a little crazy wackadoo idea here? And I don't think this is actually going to happen. Let me hear it. Devontae Adams wants to play with uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? Ugh. Hey, Aaron, we'll give you the uh, 13th pick to the Jets. <laughs> Rodgers to the Raiders. How fun would that be? Oh, you! I, I, I thought you were saying Jets give up their 10th pick for Adams. You're talking no. about the other way around. No, I'm saying the other way around. Salah, goodbye. Douglas, goodbye. Go get, like, uh, Jim Harbaugh and start yeah, all over. Yeah, I, if I have to go through another offseason of Aaron Rodgers, where will whoa, he go, whoa, drama? Whoa, whoa. No, thank you. I thought he was about to not say, as a, as Jets a Jet fan. fan. No, not as a Jets fan, mm-hmm. as a football fan. There's another offseason of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Will he stay? Will he go? Will he retire? Will he come back? Da-na-na. Will he play for the Jets? Will he play for the Raiders? I, no, thank you. And it has nothing to do with being a Jet fan or being a yeah. former Jet fan. That's just, I'm just so tired of Rodgers. But like, you look at the you look at the top of the draft. The Giants at six, the Titans at seven, the Falcons at eight, right? If the Bears are convinced that they want to go with Fields and they think that they can trade back and still yeah, get which I don't believe assets, they will. Yeah, but so you think the Commanders and Patriots, no matter what, are going quarterback? Yes, I, I think the first three picks are all going quarterback. And and listen, is it possible the Patriots are like we really love Caleb Williams, we want to trade up and give a bunch of assets, and the Bears are like, you know what, we're fine with Fields, we can trade back, I guess, get possible. Marvin Harrison at three and possible. get a bunch of assets, depending on what the Patriots are willing to give up. Could they move back even farther to 6, 7, 8 with the Giants, Falcons, or Titans? Sure. If they really believe that Justin Fields is their guy, the amount of assets that they can add to that team and give Justin Fields offensive line help, right? Uh, 6, 7, 8, there's good offensive linemen in this draft. There's a bunch of good uh, receivers. You and I were talking about it with Adunze and uh, Neighbors. Yeah. There's guys that they can get in those And the best one, slots. Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, and, you know, they'd miss out on that. But like we said, like there's a drop-off from Marvin Harrison to the other guys, but there's still enough talent that they can get a couple really good players in that top 10 if they needed to. The, the only thing is, I think the Bears, they didn't say it, but like how Mayo basically said something without saying it, that's kind of the same vibe no, Mayo I got. No, said it. He no, didn't no. say it without saying it. He said it. No, he didn't physically say we are taking a quarterback. But he basically wrote the script and said, okay, somebody else read what I'm trying to, to write. I think Ryan Poles did something very similar when it came to talking about Justin Fields. See, I, I think that you, you read it much differently than I do. When I heard Ryan Poles... I heard him. And I don't have a, great reading comprehension. I was terrible at that. Well, the uh, uh, reading it verbally, uh, <laughs> hearing it differently. When Ryan Pohl said what he said, that we're in an interesting position, I took that as a smart GM who has all the chips. Fair. 
and he knows that guys are going to want to move up. Right, this is a year where you have a quarterback that guys are going to want. Right, this isn't a year where there's a quarterback that like, eh, it could be this guy, could be this guy. I really don't care. This is a year where like guys really either want Drake May, Caleb Williams, or Jaden Daniels. Teams are going to give up a. King's ransom to get them, right? This isn't moving up a spot to get Mitch Trubisky like the Bears did a few years ago. This is like potential franchise caliber um, uh, players here. Ryan Poles is saying things. They might not know what they want to do yet, but at the very least, they know that they have so many options at their disposal. I don't think that they've played their hand yet. I think the Bears don't know what they're going to do yet, and they realize that whatever's best for our team, is if the best thing for our team is keeping fields and getting a ton of other draft picks and getting all these other great first-round picks in, then so be it. If the best thing for our team is getting Caleb Williams, then so be it. We also have the ninth pick. Now, I say this as someone that's been pro keeping Justin Fields for the Bears. I think it's an 80% chance maybe even an 85% chance that the Bears are taking Caleb Williams. How much do you think the reports and rumors about what Caleb Williams is going to demand and ask for? We know that he can't get ownership stake. It's it's illegal yeah. in the NFL bylaw, so that's out, off the table. But just all the other kind of demands and all the other kinds of things, you know, the, the way he's going to play hardball, maybe pulling Eli I think Manning Caleb or John Williams, Elway. I think Caleb Williams likes the drama and he likes the attention. I think that's why he waited until the last possible second to declare for the draft. But there's a difference in having that drama, having that attention, and actually going through with it. Um, I don't think that's going to impact the Bears' decision. I do think Caleb Williams is going to wind up with the Chicago Bears. Just real quickly to give you like just how crazy this Jeremiah mock draft is. I say this in a good way, crazy. Bears 1, Williams. Commanders 2, May. 3, Patriots, Jaden Daniels. 4, Cardinals, Marvin Harrison Jr. 5, Chargers, Roma Dunze, the wide receiver out of Washington. 6, Giants, Malik Neighbors. Out of LSU. Joe Alt, the offensive lineman out of Notre Dame, in at number seven. You have Dallas Turner at eight to the uh, Falcons. That's the edge rusher out of Alabama. Jared Verse, who's a great edge rusher out of Florida State, to the Bears at nine. And then you have an offensive lineman out of Oregon State going to the Jets in at uh, number 10. Um, how do you say that name? Talise Fuaga? Uh, yes. Yeah, you have no clue. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, I've read a lot of mock drafts. I haven't heard that name. I've heard the the guy from Penn State. Uh, well, that early. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I haven't heard him that early, top 10. Yeah. Um, I can't pronounce the guy in Penn State either, but the offensive tackle from Penn State, I've heard there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few other offensive tackles I've seen in that top 10, not Fuaga. Not Fuaga. But what I will say is, I think it's very telling about the direction the league is going in. Now, just because Daniel Jeremiah predicts this doesn't mean it's going to happen. But you have three quarterbacks go one, two, three. Not surprising. But then three wide receivers go four, five, six, back to back to back. And we've seen receivers go back to back to back before, but it's kind of been like that 10, 11, 12 range um, two years ago. And then last year we saw four go, but that was in the 20s, you know, late late uh, uh, teens or early, early 20s. But it just shows you now with the way that we talk about things, it's quarterback, Tackles are always there, but after those two positions, wide receiver, especially with the money that you owe these wide receivers now, it's become a big, 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 big uh, uh, point of emphasis as well. And You have three great wide receivers early in this draft that will definitely go in the top 15. Maybe all three will go in the top 10. All righty, we'll take a break. Ryan Horvat from BetMGM tonight will join us on the other side. We'll do some NFL picks with Horvat next.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, it is a football Friday, divisional round weekend. Getting ready for the games coming up tomorrow. We got the Texans, Ravens, Packers, 49ers, and then on Sunday, Bucks and Lions, and the Chiefs and the Bills. Last weekend, Horvat went three and three. I went three and three on wild card weekend. So, fine results. Someone uh, DM'd me and said, Your picks suck ass. And I responded to that person on DM and I said, it's not even the right term. They were actually pretty average last week when you go three and three. I also got a late night tweet about Ryan Horvat at like one in the morning. And I forget who it was. Uh, some listener. They uh, tweeted me saying, Ryan, you need to correct Gelb on how he says Horvat's last name. And I've known Ryan now for like four or five years. And we've done countless hits on radio shows when he uh, co-hosted with Bart Winkler, you know, here on CBS Sports Radio, um, you know, on the weekends for Ion Football. And I always thought I was saying your name correctly. So have I been saying your last name, Horvat, incorrectly? You have, but, you know, I don't want to come on your show and correct I'll you. I'll have some and guts. So, well, here's how it goes, though, all right? So we pronounce it Horvat. But Horvat? even back home, even back home in Chicago, see, like half of my family Slovenian, half of my family Croatian. So actually, the Croatian side, there are Horvats. So growing up, so your you know, whole family was, doesn't even know how to say your last name. It's a tough name, man. So even like so growing up, I heard it so many different ways that I just stopped correcting people. And if like anybody's in the same ballpark even i just give them credit man so and i just i just move on so i respect what people want their name to be pronounced you're saying it's one more time how how should i pronounce this correctly well see i kind of like the way that you say it though Hor- so. so you like horvat yeah let's just stick with it but you want horvat well that's that's the that's the proper pronunciation yeah but depending on which that's- side of the family you ask yeah, and I so like. So you basically I, I just guess, told me you like one side of your family more than the other is what you just told me. Yeah, I like my dad's side a little bit better. 
they have more money. Christmas has always been better over at my dad's side. Ryan Horvat, Ryan Horvat here with us on CBS Sports Radio. I'll probably mess it up and get neither right. Uh, Let's get the NFL music underway. Um, I'll start things off with the Texans and the Ravens. I'll have you go first, actually. I just saw a lot of snow uh, in Baltimore. And the Texans are coming off a nice, a very nice playoff beatdown of the Cleveland Browns. I didn't see that game going the way that it did. I thought it was going to be a close game. Uh, But the Ravens are now a a 9.5-point favorite. Looks like they'll have Dalvin Cook for this one. Looks like they won't have Mark Andrews. Do you lay the number with the Ravens? So, I do like the Ravens to win the game. But current number, I'm... I'm considering Houston, man. If we get back to 10, I'm probably going to take Houston. For show purpose, I'm going to give out Houston. That's going to be my pick. But here's what concerns me a little bit. Like, the Texans last week looked great at home, but you look at the Browns' home road splits with that defense. They were a much better defense at home than they were on the road. What surprised me is they played the highest rate of man coverage, and C.J. Stroud's actually struggled against man. He's been much better against cover two and zone defenses, but he absolutely torched that secondary. But now we're asking him to go on the road. I'm about 25 minutes from the stadium. We're actually doing the show remote tonight from home. Uh, So we've got hit with some snow. I worry a little bit more about the wind because the Texans just really haven't been able to get the the ground game going this season. Um, So if it's CJ Stroud and he has to drop back 40 plus times against that Ravens defense, it could be a long day. Uh, But, you know, the way that they're playing right now and with the weather, it's a low total down to 43 and a half. I think nine and a half. I think that's too many points, man. So I'll take the Texans. But I do think Baltimore wins the game with the weather and Lamar uh, gets his second playoff win. So uh, whatever you said, I was just going to fade here. And it's not because of your pick, but this game all week, all week long, I'm like Texans plus the points, Texans plus the points, Texans plus the points. And I woke up this morning and sometimes you just change on a, on a football Friday when you have to make the pick. And I could just see this being like 27, 17 where a field goal or a late touchdown at the end gets the cover for the Ravens. So I will uh, lay the nine and a half points with the Baltimore Ravens, but I really don't like the game either way. I think it could go either way, Horvat or Horvat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a tough matchup for CJ Stroud, man. This Ravens defense is so good. And I know they're going to be without Marlon Humphrey, but you know, with Mike McDonald having extra time to prepare as well, he knows CJ Stroud really well. So, uh, I just, I think they're going to throw some different things at him. The thing about Stroud, though, he doesn't turn the ball over, which is kind of surprising to see over at BetMGM right now. He's minus 175 to throw an interception. I think he plays a clean game, Um, but they're going to have to get some sort of run game going, especially if we have the windy conditions that we expect here. I could guarantee you this. Since I just flipped the pick, then the next game I'm not going to flip my pick because I was just as equally as conflicted with these two games on this Friday. I'm going to plus the points with the Packers. Um, I'll take them plus nine and a half up against the 49ers. So I probably know how this is going to work. The Texans will find a way to plus the points and and cover, and the 49ers will end up covering the spread. Uh, But I'm going to take Green Bay here plus nine and a half. Yourself? My heart in this game will be with Green Bay. I hope they win it outright. I hope Jordan Love does what Aaron Rodgers was never able to do, and that's go into San Francisco and beat the 49ers. Oh, you're turning on Rodgers now. You are turning hey. on Rodgers now. You were the biggest Rodgers fan, and now you're talking about Jordan Love doing something Rodgers never been able to do after you've been defending Rodgers for years. I like this. I like this, Horvat. I like it. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like the meme, right? Where the guy's with his wife or with his girlfriend, but he's looking at the other girl. That's kind of how I feel. I mean, he has one turnover the second half of the season, right? I mean, and it's kind of crazy because Matt LaFleur is finally allowing Jordan Love to play the quarterback position, and he's going through all of his progressions. Also, the Packers offensive line and pass protection especially has been really good. Number two in the league. That's why I like them against Dallas. Dallas, you know, that's secondary, the pass defense. They couldn't stop the run. They were they were fraudulent, man. The only thing that they had going that Dan Quinn had going for that defense was they could get after the quarterback, number one in pass rush win rate. But we even without David Bakhtiari, Green Bay's just been so good. They matched up pretty well. But I think the biggest mismatch this weekend is Joe Barry against Kyle Shanahan. And even I don't know after how his good performance this. last week, yeah, you're still I down just, in the DC. Yeah, because I don't know how you match up with San Francisco, right? Even if Jair gives it a go, he got hurt once again. Even if he gives it a go, they've been switching and playing a little bit more man on third downs. And Joe Barry historically plays soft zone coverage. You can't do that against the San Francisco 49ers. That's why I love George Kittle over 52 and a half receiving yards. Love George Kittle over three and a half receptions. Love George Kittle to score an anytime touchdown. Ooh. And I also like Debo Samuel to score an anytime touchdown because those are the zone beaters. If Green Bay tries to play man, Brandon Ayuk's going to go over the top and crush him there. And I think Christian McCaffrey's going to have a pretty big game because Green Bay struggles to defend the run as well. So I'm going to go with San Francisco. Pains me to say so. But uh, yeah, I'll take the Niners, nine and a half point favorites. Also like the Niners over their team total in the first half, 14 and a half. I think they're going to put up some points against Joe Barry in that defense. All righty. So through two games, I'm taking the Ravens laying nine and a half points. I'm taking the Packers plus nine and a half points. Horvat's doing the opposite, where he takes the Texans plus nine and a half, and he lays the number of nine and a half with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, all righty, let's go to Bucks and Lions. Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Yeah. I The moment I saw this line, I, I was really, really, I didn't even see the line. I was watching Buccaneers and Eagles. And when you didn't know who was going to win, when the ball was kicked off, I go, whoever. Wins this game. I'm fading the next week. And then we know that the Bucs just annihilated the Eagles because the Eagles are a bunch of quitters and they were embarrassing and they had no effort on that Monday night. I got this number at six. We'll play it on the air now at six and a half. Uh, I like the Lions, though, by a touchdown this week. Give me Detroit. Laying the number, six and a half. There will be an NFC title game that the Lions will be playing in next week. You said it. And Troy Aikman was trying to be nice about it, but like three different times during the broadcast, he was telling us that the Eagles had quit in that game. And then you had the weird stuff at the end of the game with Dallas Goddard and Jalen. But, you know, with Tampa, man, they've been a much different team since they've gotten healthier on the defensive side of the ball. And they still have some guys from that Super Bowl run. And Baker Mayfield's playing great football. I mean, we saw that a couple of weeks ago when he went to Lambeau Field and had a perfect quarterback rating. Nobody had done that in, in, in uh, Packer history other than Aaron Rodgers. But the reason... I'm going to take Tampa to keep the game close. I think Detroit wins the game. I think they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit here. But I think Tampa's going to be able to keep it close because I think that Baker Mayfield's actually going to have a day against that secondary. It's crazy to say because last we saw this game a couple weeks ago and Tampa only scored twenty uh, six points in that game. Uh, gave up over 20, but only scored six themselves. I just I think Mike Evans is going to have a day. He's going against Cam Sutton on the outside, who's only five foot ten. 
the tallest defensive back that Detroit has to match up with Evans is 5'11", and he had that drop in the end zone last week. Usually if he has a stinker, he has a bounce-back game. So I think this is going to be a higher-scoring game. I like the over, and I'm going to take Tampa to cover the 6.5. I just I think wow. the number's gotten out of control. I'd make it around 4.5. But I do think Detroit wins, and they'll see San Francisco in the NFC title game next week. Wow. So we have disagreed on every game yeah. in terms of the spread so far. Ryan like Horvat. It. Am I saying that correctly? Now that's the correct way to say it. It is. See, it doesn't. It doesn't feel right. Man. Yeah, it you know sounds, what I mean. Like sounds wrong. Like the other side of your show, family's better. Horvat. On my show, they give me a hard time because I have the Midwest, the very Chicago mm. accent that comes out. Like you know, you got the you got the New York thing going on over yeah. there, and so I kind of like you saying Horvat. Okay. It's, it doesn't feel right when you say it the uh, when you say it the right way. Let's go to Chiefs and Bills. <laughs> Oof. Bills, twenty four twenty. They win the game. Give me Buffalo, uh, laying two and a half. Yeah, we're going to be on the same side finally here. See, everybody keeps saying the same thing, and I found myself saying it early on in the week. I'm like, damn, you're going to give me a full field goal with Patrick Mahomes. And the, the true number's always been two and a half, but there were some threes. They were juice minus 120. I mean, you have to lay, obviously, a dollar twenty to win a dollar, 120 to win a hundred. But, man, like, the Bills have been in survival mode, really, like, the last two months of the season. And I like the way that they're trending. They move on at offensive coordinator. They fire Ken Dorsey. Now they're able to run the ball. I think this is going to be a big James Cook game. I think Josh Allen's going to have to use his legs in this game. And if they don't get it done this year at home against Kansas City, I just don't know that they're going to do it with this unit, man. Exactly. It just, it stinks because this team should be favored by more than three points here if they're fully healthy. But you you lose Matt Milano early on in the season. You acquire Rasul Douglas. He gets hurt. You lose Trey White, who's your best cover corner. Um, they've had a bunch of injuries, and they're still here. So I'm going to go with the Bills. I think this is finally their year. All righty. Fade the music. We have to have a serious conversation right now with uh, Ryan Horvat. Uh, <laughs> that's just Horvat. That's what we're doing. I'm Doesn't sorry. feel right. Um, so I placed the future, I told you, after the Kansas City game. Uh, going to uh, before the Dallas Cowboys game for the Bills. It was only fifty bucks, but it was at plus a thousand, so it's fifty bucks that pays out five fifty for the Bills to win the AFC. Right now, they're offering me one hundred and forty-five dollars and twenty-six cents. I'm not cashing out for for that. Let's say Bills are playing the Ravens next week. What do you think that cash out number is going to be? Just wondering. Next week, so. Probably you might get up to like three fifty to four hundred and fifty bucks. I would well, say if on it, that. If it's four, I think if if it's four fifty, and I'm only a hundred bucks away from the grand total payout of five fifty, I will I will cash out. What do you think the low is? Oh, at five fifty. Okay. Out? Yeah. I would say yeah. I'd probably say it's probably two fifty. I'd say you bump up to two fifty. Probably tops. Maybe yeah. Two fifty is probably. Do you tops, take that? But- like on a fifty dollar bet, am I taking two fifty when they're sixty minutes away from the Super Bowl, and I could have five fifty in my pocket the next week? See, I wouldn't take it, but what I would do is, you know, that uh, game. But will you're be- gonna say fade. I don't bet enough money here to do the fade stuff. I was just gonna say, with the game being in Baltimore, you could take the points, right? You could take the points <laughs> with the Bills, you know, even or with the Ravens, I should say. Uh, I don't. I think you just let it ride. To be honest with you, man, like I really yeah. like this Baltimore team, and. To be honest, like I like San Francisco, but Baltimore this season, they could really be unbeaten, man. They they're number one in point differential the first three quarters of these games. They only beat themselves. But I can just see a game where Lamar has a couple turnovers 
And, uh, you know, Buffalo is able to move the ball a little bit. So I, I would just let it ride with the Bills. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I meant hedge, obviously. But uh, yeah. that's just I don't bet enough money to hedge when, it, when we're talking about uh, 50 bucks here. But And I don't think the payout of 550 is enough to say, oh, we got to start hedging and, and doing things like that. So bottom line, here are the picks for this week. Texans and Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens laying nine and a half points. Horvat, Horvat is going with the Texans plus nine and a half. Uh, Ryan is taking the Niners laying nine and a half. I'm going with the Packers plus nine and a half. I'm on the Lions laying six and a half. Ryan is on the Bucks plus six and a half. And we are both on the Buffalo Bills laying two and a half points. I think I got that all right. Correct, Amunda? Yep, you got him all right. All righty. He is Ryan Horvat from BetMGM Tonight via BetQL. Uh, Horvat. Sounds wrong. Sounds really, really wrong. We appreciate you doing this. Thanks so much, Ryan. Thanks, man. I'd wish you luck, but I want you to do terrible. <laughs> That's nice. Go have a great, uh, great Friday. You know, go, go, go enjoy your show. Enough of him. Enough of him. Get him off the air. Just makes me sick. That guy. Nice guy, but but just makes me sick. Ugh. I hope he has a miserable Friday. Honestly, I hope he gets a stomach bug that I just got. All right. I mean, come on. You know, I I wasn't able to eat like really anything for the last two days. I, I hope he goes through that after wishing me uh, bad luck. That wasn't nice. That wasn't good gamesmanship. It just wasn't. All right, let's get the latest CBS Sports Radio updated with the Ackman Rich Ackerman. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Alrighty, wrapping up shop on a Friday. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day, and it's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Chris in Atlanta says, Zach, what do you think about what Kirk Cousins said about potentially joining Bill Belichick? You could submit a question by tweeting at CBS Sports Radio, at Zach Gelb, using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's funny. Yesterday, we were just talking about Bill Belichick and how everyone is just assuming, right, with the second interview, that he's going to the Atlanta Falcons. And I threw out the take yesterday, you get Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields on the Atlanta Falcons with Belichick. I think they're going to easily win the NFC South yesterday. So little did I know... Uh, Kirk Cousins was going to be on uh, CBS Sports with Isabel Gonzalez. And this is what Kirk Cousins had to say about potentially, you know, with him being a free agent, teaming up with Bill Belichick at his next stop. You always know when you play him that you're kind of looking over your shoulder, wondering if what you're seeing is correct, because you know he usually is going to break the mold and do something different. And uh, that's part of what has made him a great coach. Would you ever play for him if you got a chance? 
I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play with a you know future Hall of Fame coach, but uh, we'll have to see where March leads. It's just a lot of unknowns right now. I think it makes the most sense for Kirk to go back to Minnesota. And I think the Vikings want him back. And they realize that life is a lot better with Kirk Cousins than without Kirk Cousins. But I could also see Minnesota saying there's limitations with Kirk. And we're ready to go make a move in the draft. But once again, if the three best names in the draft are Williams, May, and Daniels, and they're all expected to go in the top three, it's going to be tough to have the Bears, the Commanders, and the Patriots move out, one of those teams move out of the top three where they currently sit. So I think it takes two to tango. And from, in all likelihood, probably Kirk Cousins will be back in Minnesota. But if they don't want him back, and he is a free agent, and you can't franchise tag him, you look at Atlanta, and that's definitely going to be, I would think, a destination where Bill could look at it, depending on what the salary is. You know, it's a shorter investment on a two-, three-year deal because Kirk's not going to go get a four- or five-year contract from from all estimations. Uh, I want to play this as well. This is from Jim Harbaugh. He did an interview with John Root, and they asked Jim Harbaugh about the next chapter, right? All these reports, right? Harbaugh interviewing with the Chargers, interviewing uh, with the Atlanta Falcons, like being all over the place, and we're all waiting and waiting and waiting for his decision. This was uh, Jim Harbaugh from earlier today. First off, congrats on the Natty Championship. How does it feel, and what have you been doing ever since that? Oh, it's been incredible. Um just back to work, you know, getting ready for uh, getting ready for the next season. There's there's a passing of the torch that's that's uh, that's awesome. So I think some people hear that and they'll go, "Oh, a passing of the torch." Is he saying what we think we're sa- what he's saying in terms of passing the torch to uh, Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator, and and setting him up to be the next head coach of Michigan? I didn't take it that way. I took it as there's a passing of the torch. From guys like McCarthy, Blake Corum, uh, Chris Jenkins, and many others that took Michigan to heights that they haven't seen in a long time. And now there's still other talented players that are going to be getting now more reps like uh, Donovan Edwards. We saw score two touchdowns in the national championship, but he's coming back. And a bunch of other players that are returning that now it's okay. You got to get those guys ready. But... Just because he says that doesn't give me an indication one way or another in pertaining to Jim that Jim is definitely going to be back at Michigan. And Jim is a wild card. Like, we would have thought Belichick would have been the biggest wild card of this uh, hiring cycle. Well, we think we know what Belichick's going to do right now, and that's go to the Atlanta Falcons because we think Arthur Blank's going to give him that job. Now, let's just say he doesn't get that job, Belichick. Let's say they go somewhere else. And where the heck is Bill going to go? That's going to become a fascinating destination. I don't think Pete Carroll's coaching next year. I think Bill Belichick is with the Falcons. Mike Vrabel, right now, I'll say the Seahawks, but I think there's a chance Vrabel and Carroll both wait a year. But right now, I would say Vrabel's going to the Seahawks, and I still look at Jim Harbaugh winding up with the Los Angeles Chargers. That just When I say Chargers, who's the first name you think of right now that's also realistic? I think it's Harbaugh. A month ago, I would have said Belichick. But it's clear that it appears that Belichick is already, I don't want to say in the final stages, but you're getting close to the final stages with the Atlanta Falcons. So 
We've seen Antonio Pierce, right, that domino fall with the Raiders. We saw before that Gerard Mayo, that domino fall with the Patriots. Who's the next one? I think it's Belichick. I do. I think it's clarity with Belichick and the Falcons. You don't get to the second interview stage with Bill Belichick and don't have an answer shortly after that. I would say, if I take a guess, Tuesday of next week, by Tuesday of next week, we find out about Bill Belichick with the Atlanta Falcons. But for Harbaugh, how much longer are you waiting to, to let this thing linger on out? Um, and you know he wants to go to the NFL. He just needs a, He just needs that job offer. All right, it's another week of the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Fun show today. I'd like to thank Greg Williams for stopping by. Uh, Ryan Horvat as well, even though half of his family says Horvat. Stuart Kovacs, thank you as always. Moist Mike, thank you as always as well. Uh, Moist Mike, are we going to make a bet here uh, for, for this game? Do, do we want to have you go Andy Reid mustache if the Kansas City Chiefs lose? And I'll then uh, buy your dinner that you owe me on, on Wednesday? Wait, or or you- it's a wash if the Buffalo Bills win? So, so hold on. Wait, wait. Are, are you buying my dinner or am I just not buying your dinner? Oh, yeah. No, it washes out because you owe me a dinner. So let's just say Buffalo uh, goes down. Let, let me work this quickly. If Buffalo goes down, then it's free of charge. We'll just go out, have a good good dinner, and then we all pay for ourselves. But if Kansas City goes down, you go Andy Reid mustache for a day. Got to go frozen boogers on there, too? Yeah, Stu's boogers, too. All right. Fun times. I'm in. Big thanks to each and every one of you. This is the Zach Gelby Show, as some outlets call us on CBS Sports Radio. We'll be back at Monday to recap all the chaos at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. We got have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Peace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 